and welcome back to Pay Me What I'm Worth. You're listening to Soul Dancer, the author of Pay Me What I'm Worth, and I'm very excited. We have a very powerful 30 minutes lined up for you to begin to understand the power of relationships and how that factors into your overall worth. If you recall, in Chapter 5 of Pay Me What I'm Worth, we dive into some easy but yet critical details on how to build long-term, solid relationships. I am delighted to have with me Jan Wallen, who is an expert on how to use a powerful online professional networking site called LinkedIn.com. Now, Jan's going to talk about the importance of how to create a, a really solid profile on LinkedIn, and she's got some great, powerful stories of how her work is helping connect the dots around the world. So before we dive too far deep in, I'd like to welcome Jan. Jan, welcome aboard. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. And I know we have another caller on the line. I have a 250 number. Would you like to introduce yourself as well? Hello, it's Mark Macy. Mr. Macy, welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. Now, Jan, dive in. I know that I've known you since, what, 2003, I think, at least? Yes, I think it's been about five years or more. Yes. Wild. I'm delighted to report that Jan is one of the the most brilliant public speakers that I've seen in a long time, and her work really focuses on bringing out the best in everyone in her private one-on-one practice. And Jan, you've recently gotten involved with LinkedIn.com and becoming kind of a trainer on how to use that site, but I'm getting ahead of the game. First, how about a quick introduction? Sure, that's just very good. Yes, I, I have. I am the author of Mastering LinkedIn in Seven Days or Less, and also the founder of LinkedIn Works, a company that gives webinars and workshops and presentations on how to build relationships online with LinkedIn. Uh, my career was, has always been built on relationships, as a matter of fact. I was, have been in sales, sales management, and sales technology with Fortune 500 and Big Five firms. Um, after that, I started a selling skills consulting company, and LinkedIn fit in with this perfectly because it's a way to build relationships and also find clients, and the other way people are using LinkedIn right now in relationships is to find jobs. Here's how I started with LinkedIn. About three years ago was what my first experience with it, and I went to LinkedIn because someone invited me to join. So I did, and I connected with them, and I looked around, and I didn't really know what to do with it. So I didn't do anything with it. And then pretty soon, a few more people invited me to connect, and I did. And every time, I'd look around, and I still wouldn't really know what to do with it. And I started talking to people, and they said the same thing. Well, then someone showed me the ropes and showed me exactly how LinkedIn works, especially for building your business and finding clients. So I decided to write the book. And after I wrote, what I did was, in researching the book, I found there were seven easy steps that people who were successful with LinkedIn used. And so that's what's, that, that's how the, the, built is, the book is built. Now people are actually using LinkedIn. There are some really good success stories, both for finding jobs on LinkedIn through relationships and finding clients. Perfect. Perfect. Well, let's dive right into that. Number one, LinkedIn. What is it behind LinkedIn that you sense is making them such a hot site for professionals to really begin solid, building a solid, fruitful relationship? 
Uh, very good question. LinkedIn is one, one, one of the social networking sites, as is Facebook and MySpace and YouTube and, and, and Twitter and a number of others. The difference between LinkedIn and the others is that LinkedIn is for business. It's the professional online networking site. The people who are on LinkedIn, and by the way, there are over 50 million now on LinkedIn, they are professional people and business people. And people are, uh, who are on LinkedIn want to network and they want to find clients and find a job and connect with other people like themselves, other professional people. So we're of like mind. People are beginning to kind of coalesce around like mind. Very, very much. And the other, the biggest difference is the other sites are more social. LinkedIn's whole purpose is for business. People on LinkedIn don't talk about, I'm going to the grocery store or anything like that. It's a different <laughs> concept. It's really all about business. Ah, okay. And all actually, right. Actually, that's one of the reasons I believe that LinkedIn is going to stay around so long when some of the other sites may evolve into something different or fall, fall by the wayside over time. Got it. We have so little time, but we're going to be doing more in the way of this series down the road. Jen, what's the number one biggest mistake you see people making when they start out with LinkedIn? Uh, excellent question. Um, the, the biggest one is something in the way they write their LinkedIn profile. Your LinkedIn profile is really your presence on LinkedIn. You can't do anything on LinkedIn without having a LinkedIn profile. And what your profile is, you'll see, if you go to LinkedIn and you'll take a look at first, you'll see somebody's name and their professional headline and their photograph and then a snapshot of their current position or current work, what they've done in the past, and the number of connections they have and a few things like that. Then the most important part of your LinkedIn profile is the summary section. That's where you write something about yourself. And really it's a sales and marketing piece for you. You're, many people use their LinkedIn profile exactly like a resume, and it's not meant to be that at all. It does have some of the as a resume because it does show the jobs that you've held, the titles that you've had, and the responsibilities and accomplishments for each company you've worked for. for. At the same time, the summary section is where you want to highlight your expertise and show people what makes you and your company different from others who people might be considering to hire. So get warm, get personal, get results-oriented. Absolutely. Those are the most important things you can do. Um, results-oriented is really, really, really important. Here's what happened. happens. Companies who are looking to fill positions or they may be looking for a speaker to, to come to their corporation, or they may be looking for an expert in a certain area. What they do in LinkedIn is they type in a keyword like marketing consultant. Let's say that, that there's a, a business owner who's looking for a marketing consultant. He or she would type in marketing consultant as a keyword, and let's say that they're looking for all the marketing consultants within 50 miles of a Los Angeles zip code. Or here's an example of a search that I did myself. I was uh, speaking to the executive forum, and before that, I did a search of all CEOs of information technology companies within 50 miles of a New York City zip code. There were more than 2,000 of them. Whoa. Uh -huh. 
Yes. And so if someone is looking for what you do, whether it's looking for a job or building your business, if they're looking for you, you want them to find you. And the way to do that is to have keywords in your profile and write your summary section in a way that shows how you're different from someone else's profile they might look at. Got it. So the number one biggest mistake is to be more or less generically factual. And the character part of you is absent. Exactly. And also, resumes are backwards oriented. What you want in your LinkedIn profile is to emphasize your expertise and things that you've done, you've done in the recent past and what you're looking to do now. Not make it backwards oriented like a resume. Ah, and your about being personal is really important. Another and another mistake that's related to your profile is is your photograph. Some some people have their LinkedIn profile only they haven't uploaded loaded a photo yet. Your, the reason your photo is so important is we've had the internet at 24/7 at our fingertips for years. We depend on it. We count on it to do searches and find anything we want, products, services information all the time. What people are realizing is that the personal connection is missing. That's what your photograph on your LinkedIn profile does. And here's something very interesting I've found out in interviewing people and talking to recruiters, business owners, people looking for jobs, people looking for speakers. Everyone I've talked to says if they see a LinkedIn profile with no photo, they skip it and go someplace else. So ah. So get a quality photo. Yes, a quality photo. It doesn't have to be one that's done by a professional photographer. It can be. If you can have someone, family or friends, take a good digital photo of you dressed in a, in a professional way. Remember, this is your first impression someone gets of you. And it's the first impression that really counts. Also, my preference is to not have a vacation background in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the palm tree's got to go. <laughs> people do, but but just keep in mind, people, this is a professional network networking site, and people are going to look at that photo and decide whether they're going to connect with you or contact you or not. Got it. Got it. Mark, you've been patient. Did you have any questions so far about what you've been hearing? Well, I, I see there's definitely some benefits to what she's talking about. And I've got my LinkedIn page up, so I'm looking at all uh, my summary. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, like I'm not a high-end professional uh, CEO or anything like that, and I do want to connect to people like that. Do you have any um, oh, yes. information that would help me in that department? Sure, I do, actually. And you don't have to be a, a high-powered executive or CEO or anything like that to be on LinkedIn or to be successful on LinkedIn. Um, one of the things that you'll do then, who, um, who are your potential clients or, or potential people that you would be in touch with, Mike? Uh, HR people, uh, people in the wellness okay. industry, anything like that. Oh, what, that's great. Okay, then what you want to do is several things. One is you can look up all of the HR people in LinkedIn or in a specific geographic area. And if your business could cover many geographic areas, I would pick one at a time and do a search. And there, there's something, if you look at your LinkedIn um, screen, 
you'll see up at the top right corner, there's a way to search for people. That's where you put some name in. Like if you, if you know that you want to connect with John Smith, you would put his name up there. Right next to that box, you'll see a tiny word, advanced. Oh, right. Click yeah. on that, and that lets you put in these multiple criteria, like geographic location, mm -hmm. title, industry, all these other things. So you can search for the HR professional, search for their job, their title. Oh, yeah, that's and it'll list. You could also put in a keyword of wellness mm -hmm. or other, perhaps some of products or services. Try out a few searches and see what you come up with. Right. Here's something important about LinkedIn, and this is another reason that I believe it's going to stay around for a long time. The, I would read the terms of service for LinkedIn. One of the things they do not permit you to do is gather mass contact information and send mass bla email blasts or mass blasts out to, to right. people. So what you want to do is look up some of these people, look at their LinkedIn profile first of all, and see what you might have in common with them. Maybe you went to the same school. Maybe you both belong to the same group in LinkedIn. If that's the case, you can send them a message saying, we share a group. We belong to the same group. I'd love to talk to you for a few minutes and learn more about you or your company or something like that. Picture yourself also with in-person networking. When you go meet someone, you shake hands, maybe exchange cards, you look at each other, have a conversation about what you do and what the other person does, so you really understand each other. And you're looking for ways that, for example, that you can provide them solutions or help them with challenges that they have. You don't go up and say, hello, I'm Mike Macy. Here's what I do. Do you want to buy something? <laughs> right. Person, right? I never do that. <laughs> well, you don't want to do that on LinkedIn either. So the first thing would be think of LinkedIn in a similar way to the way you would approach it as an in-person networking meeting. Find some of these people. The, the real, a real big advantage with LinkedIn is you can find the decision maker or the person you want to talk to. So then start building a relationship with them. Don't immediately sell something. Perhaps you have an article that you've written or you've seen an article that might be of interest to them. Offer to send it to them, something like that. And then learn something about them in a phone call. There's nothing also that, that prohibits you from picking up the phone to talk to people you found, find in LinkedIn. Um, here, here's an example of what happened to me one time. I, someone contacted me and invited me to connect on LinkedIn. You can have two, there are two philosophies of networking. One is quality network, quality network, the other is a quantity network. If you have a quality network, it means you want, you want to know everyone in your network, or they've been referred by someone you know, or come from a trusted source, like a professional organization that you're familiar with. The quantity network means you want everybody in the universe to be in your LinkedIn network. That serves some people and some businesses very well. For example, recruiters. They want to have a lot of people in their network because they're searching to fill positions. So for me, my, there's no one right answer here. It really is your own preference. My preference is to have a quality network. So I don't necessarily accept every invitation that comes my way on LinkedIn. Here's what I do, I, and I did this one time with someone that turned out very inter interesting success story. 
I sent her a message back and said, well, thank you for the invitation. I'm intrigued by your invitation. How do you see us networking together? I had looked at her profile, and she was from a big company that I wasn't familiar with, and what she does just didn't really make sense in terms of, I couldn't see a natural way that we would network. So I sent this message saying, how do you see us networking together? Well, she picked up the phone. She, she Googled me and found my phone number for my website, called me and said, you know, I work for a really big company, and I'm the go-to person in the company. When the sales department needs something, they come to me and say, hey, we need some sales training. Who do you know? And the HR department comes to me and said, we need something here. Who do you know? And I just looked at your profile and thought you'd be a really good person to refer <laughs> them to. So, so I, I talked to her enough that I knew that she was a professional person and that I would want her in my network, so I did accept her invitation. So you can talk to people, but what you're doing is you want to build a relationship, and, and that's exactly how she works. Someone comes to her to say, we need sales training. So she wants to build relationships with someone who can come in and do sales training rather than looking it up on the yellow pages or simply Googling for sales training companies. That's where the relationship part really comes in. And that sounded pretty effortless. Oh, absolutely. That is, that is the really good thing about LinkedIn. You sit there and you have all, everything you need right at your fingertips, and then you contact them and start to build a relationship. And this is exactly now how people are getting jobs and finding clients on LinkedIn. Here's another really important thing about your LinkedIn profile. Your LinkedIn gives you a link that automatically takes people to your LinkedIn profile um, when they click on it. You want to personalize that link and then use it in, all, in your email signature so that every email that goes out has this link to your LinkedIn profile. It, it, the LinkedIn profile is like another website for you. So you want people to click on your LinkedIn, this link and go directly to your LinkedIn profile. And I did that once. I started using it in my email signature. And again, talking about effortless, you simply put it where all your contact information is. At the bottom, let's say below your company name and your phone number, you'd put my LinkedIn profile colon and then put that link that LinkedIn gives you. Someone clicked on mine. He said, I, I posted a question on a message board that I am active on, and someone sent me an email the same day, a few hours later, saying, I saw your posting, and then I looked at your email signature, and I clicked, and I went to your LinkedIn profile. I looked at your profile, and we have a lot in common. Let's connect. Well, he was from Hungary. I never would have found him otherwise, and now we're still networking together. In fact, he's invited me to speak at a meeting. And I never would have even found him if it hadn't been for putting that link in my email signature. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, Jan, everything that you're saying absolutely dovetails with what folks will find in Chapter 5 of Pay Me What I'm Worth. Quality over quantity, number one. <laughs> and from what I'm hearing you say, if if you can't place the face or the voice in a, a network connection that you have, mm -hmm. from what I'm picking up from you, what's the point of having that connection? Exactly. The whole purpose is, I don't know, um, Mike, if you, ever, if you go to networking. It's Mark. 
or Mark, I'm sorry, if you go to networking meetings like a Chamber of Commerce or other networking meetings where everybody exchanges business cards, the point of the meeting is not to get as many cards as you can or to give as many cards out as you can. The purpose is to find some people that you can have a conversation with and start to build that relationship. Right. <laughs> now, with the few minutes we have left, you said you had a, a couple of other very phenomenal LinkedIn success stories. <laughs> yes, actually, I, I do. Uh, both myself and, and my clients. And actually, here's a really interesting one. Um, my husband designs and builds custom furniture in New York, um, based in New York, and he designs and builds custom furniture. Well, he wasn't on LinkedIn and didn't really see that there'd be much purpose for him or much use because he thought it was all corporate. And he's, you know, those, those aren't his target clients. So he didn't join LinkedIn. And then as I wrote the book and we published the book and I had a speaking engagement in the town where we live, at the bookstore, he, he got to thinking and he said, you know, it's not going to look very good if people come up to me and say, oh, well, Jan wrote the book and she's talking about LinkedIn. What do you think of LinkedIn? He said, it's not going to look good if I'm not on LinkedIn. And so he joined. And we still thought, he still thought that there, it wouldn't be that much use to him. Well, one of the things he did was he looked up groups. And Mark, I suggest you do the same thing. Join some groups on LinkedIn. Well, what he did, he found a group of ex-Wang employees. And he used to be with Wang Laboratories in technology. So he joined the group. The next day, someone sent him a message that said, Gus, it's been 100 years since we spoke. <laughs> said, you trained me well. I learned everything about computers and sales from you. You know, let's connect on LinkedIn. Well, it turns out the fellow who wrote him the note had been, Gus had been, hit, hit, the job at Wang had been his first job out of college, and Gus had been his first boss in this job out of college. And they connected, and the fellow the next day, in, after they connected, he said, by the way, my wife and I have just moved, and we're looking for a dining room table set. Will you build it for us? Mm. Now, you don't always get clients that fast, but that's exactly how LinkedIn works. You join, you join some groups. You, you, I would suggest you also answer questions. The way I've written my book, it's things, easy things you can do in 15 minutes a day. I would start with um, getting your LinkedIn profile up to date and then doing searches and finding people you want to connect with, ask for recommendations, and start building relationships with these people. And then once you're comfortable using LinkedIn, um, go to the next chapters on groups and answers. But these are the sections where it gives you the chance to really build your brand and have people get to recognize your name. And with Mark, with you being a rising company's star as their first uh, recipient of a major award, based on you retiring, what was it? A hundred? How many pounds did you retire? Uh, one hundred and seventy pounds. One hundred and seventy wow. pounds. Yeah. I'm sure there are going to be a few people that are curious about how you did that. <laughs> Yeah, there seems to be occasionally someone linking them with uh, leaking that uh, brand or profile to in LinkedIn would be just an amazing way to find clients and, and ways to promote my story. Or just having the chance to speak. 
I mean, one of the things that you may not have ever thought of is you becoming a professional speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it, it's definitely opened doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's really good. So, Jan, now, with the five minutes we got left, I'm curious, how do you go about keeping that re- – once you've got the relationship going, you've opened up, you've mm-hmm. opened the door, you've accepted the call – how do you keep it warm? How do you keep it connected? That, that's really good. There's a, a, a way on LinkedIn that you can send really brief messages out to your network on a regular basis. You can also connect with and stay in touch with people who are in groups on LinkedIn. There are a number of different ways to communicate. And one of the key ones is to, to simply keep in touch on a regular basis and let them know what you're up to or let them know what you're looking for. Um, and I'm thinking, too, I've written some articles that may be helpful, um, and I'd be glad to get those to you. Um, if you want to go to my website at www.linkedinworks.com, or if you want the articles, send me an email at info at linkedinworks.com and put articles in the subject line, and I'll send those to you. Um, and can we find these articles also? You're recently one of the newest uh, national examiners for LinkedIn yes. on examiner.com, right? Yes, that's right. Yes, I am. Okay. So you can and, subscribe yes, so you to can, those. You can, yes, you can, also, you can also do that. Um, yeah, for sure. Perfect. Now, the last question that we may have time for if you find yourself like you need to bow out of LinkedIn for a while, let's say you're going to go on a, a sabbatical or you, you're, you're pretty much set with what, you're, what you need in life, that sort of thing, how would you suggest a person begin to, for lack of better words, wrap up or, or put their LinkedIn profile on slumber for a while? Uh, I, don't, I don't really recommend that you do it that way. What I would do is I simply you, you wouldn't be as active. You, I would okay. leave your LinkedIn profile because you would want to come back to it at some point in the future. I would think you'd want to come back to it in some time in the future. Um, it, and it's, not, it's the kind of thing where when you come back in the future, you may be doing something different or emphasizing something different. Uh, many of my clients are multi-talented, and so they, they do a number of different things. Well, when you come back again, or periodically look at your LinkedIn profile and see if you want to make any changes to update it. That would be the main thing. Okay. So what I'm hearing from you is keep it live, but keep it informed. Yes. Like, folks, I'm, right. I'm not going to be on for much for the next three months or six months or something I wouldn't like even, that. Just... You know, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say it. There's no need for anybody to know that. In fact, that oh, can okay. actually hurt you because if you let everybody know that you're not going to be there, they're going to stop contacting or connecting with you. Got it. Okay. I would just so, leave, I would just just not be as you know go with something else and not be as active perhaps. Realize that then there'll be that ramp up time to get your you know to get things going again when you come back. But I would just leave your account your LinkedIn profile the way it, the way it is. And just be mindful of following up if you do get an email, right? Yes, exactly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. With the last minute we have left here, any final thoughts on how you like to see people really engage? you and how you can help them get the most out of LinkedIn.com? Oh, yeah, very good question. Um, one of the things that, that is 
that I use a great deal myself and I look at. LinkedIn has a way of updating your network on what you're doing. And there's a section called the working on section which you, where you can put a, a few words describing something you're looking for or something that you're doing. Like you could say that you're preparing for a seminar that you're giving or a webinar that you're giving. I do this all the time. I'm, I'm about to give a webinar on mastering LinkedIn to boost your sales and find clients. Another thing that I've done myself and my clients have done, my clients, some of my clients um, are looking for jobs. And what they've done is they've put in the same section that they're in transition looking for and then described what they're looking for. And overwhelmingly, they get people responding back to them that says, how can I help? Or I know somebody that you need to talk to. And what I've done myself, sometimes I've looked for other team members other consultants, other people to work with, to do joint ventures with. And I put that in that section. And people come back to me and say, oh, well, you need to talk to so-and-so, or I can help you with that. So that's, that would be one of the best things to do, is update your network on a regular period, you know, regular basis. Mm-hmm. And where do we find out about your uh, webinars? Okay, the, they're on my website. Um, and you can also send me an email at info at linkedinworks.com and put uh, webinars in the subject line and I will send you the latest schedule. Perfect. Now keep in mind anybody listening uh, later on down the line all the links that we talk about are right here on the show's description so you just need to simply click on them and by the way you can click on the book image and it will take you right out to Amazon to buy it there or if you want to be kind you can buy the book directly from Jan off of her website as well. Jan, thank Great. you so much for diving in. And Mark, you've got some wonderful questions there. And we have uh, a listener, Brian, who has been quietly listening away. So Great. thanks for listening. And we look forward to hearing your comments in the comment box here on the page you found this recording. Thanks, everybody. Great. Bye for now. Bye, Jan. Bye. And thank you for listening. Be sure to visit pay411.co. Again, pay 411.co to learn about what we're up to. We're currently taking auditions for 12 people to participate in a 12-week confidence building series that will be aired to 4 million listeners. Now, if you need to build your confidence and you need to build an audience, I would highly encourage you taking a look at pay411.co or give me a call directly. Again, this is Sol, your host, And my number, feel free to call 312-268-0000. Aloha. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.